0: attention parents what you're about to see is not suitable for kids shoot it's not even suitable for some grown-ups you might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things i'm going to give the people what they want sensation horror shock i'm gonna deliver the goods
1: because i'm alive and i'm not backing down
2: well isn't that a goddamn piece of shit motherfucker
1: Good start today.
2: Hola, creepos.
1: (laughs) What's going on? Why isn't anything working?
2: I don't know. It's probably because nobody's working. It's a goddamn holiday. We're working. The board doesn't want to work. Nothing wants to work. We're not taking today off, Of course not. It's a fucking Monday.
1: You know why? Because creeps don't take holidays off either.
2: You know, we could be hanging out with family if they liked us and invited us to things. We could be doing lots of stuff. Sure. But today we decided to be here because we are going to salute our troops.
1: That's right. It's Memorial Day, and we want to salute the troops who keep us safe and free. And we are going to, today, submit our nominations for the creepiest
2: member of the United States Army. That's right. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I love Sousa. Don't you like some Sousa? I, uh... You like music with no words. I
1: grew up playing the oboe. I like to call them half songs. I grew up playing the oboe. Okay. <laughs> I grew up playing the oboe, which you can't march with. So when I was in the marching band, they would just shove a percussion instrument in front of me. Well, it was the perfect thing. You had club feet. You couldn't march anyway. That's true. That's a really what good point. What would they do? Have you on a wagon?
2: <laughs> They'd pull And you me. would just be They'd pulled. They'd pull me. I'd have like a little drum that I'd tap on. <laughs> hey, Dave from Canada. There's your next Photoshop. Right. I need to see Carl in the marching
1: band with <laughs> this fucking oboe. I was able to walk. In the back of <laughs> oh, I was a- I've always been able to walk.
2: People, How brave.
1: Can we talk about real heroes today? Yes, let's talk about real real heroes. All right, let's talk about us then. Yes. Let's, let's talk about the scoring from last week's episode. What happened in last week's uh, creepiest social worker debate that we had? It was fucking close. Okay. Carl. What do we got? Well, currently, the final right vote now, is in.
2: The final vote is in. Oh, uh, I'm liking what so, I'm hearing right now. Currently, I have three and you have nothing. Guest is at two. Right. And, a, that's the uh, score. We play for five. I'm going to refresh this right now. Refreshing. Why are you refreshing it now? Just because I worry. Just don't worry. Motherfucker. All right, fine. Congratulations. One vote.
1: Yes, I won 50.32% of the votes. <laughs> So I'm guessing, Vinny, you were texting all of your relatives, telling them to vote last night, and I guess not all of them voted. Yeah, they're what all happens?
2: stuffing their faces with fucking meatballs and fucking chicken parm, which is not even the shit you're supposed to eat today, what but they're still doing it. <laughs> what These are, are a bunch of dumb Italians. <laughs> Oh, maybe, right. maybe their greasy fucking hands All were right. too fucking greasy to reach their cell phones and it kept slipping out like a bar of soap in a prison shower. Enough about your of their gross
1: fucking family. assholes. Couldn't fucking vote for me. I'm on the board, one baby. Vote! I'm on one the board. Vote ruined my sweep. Three to one, and I'm going to start my comeback. I'm going to start my comeback because you are spinning Fuck. that wheel, my friend. I'm not going to spin that you fucking are spinning wheel. spinning
2: the wheel. I am not going to spin the wheel again. <laughs> Motherfucker, this is so infuriating. Hey, we
1: have over 200 people on Patreon. Yeah, we love them. They're great so, people. I love them. Do I'm we know what the fan. score is going with that? Because people get to vote
2: so, on the, with the tier Here's that they the choose. thing I need to go and reset it. I'm okay. waiting for the first of the month. I'm going to put up the update at the beginning of every okay. month, I think is the fair way to do it. Great. So if you want to get in, there's one day left. Yeah, uh, patreon.com backslash the creep off. You could vote, you get your points in, and there might be some wheels
1: spinning soon. And you know how you vote? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. That's right. You vote for Carl's Cuzaroo's. Denounce it. Now listen,
2: (laughs) I think you should be a Vietnam true believer because your buddy Vinny just got fucked in this vote.
1: Help me out. Stop You didn't get fucked. I I definitely had the better creep last week. It's ridiculous. Fucking Chile. It's ridiculous that I only won by one vote. True believers, right. I still need you. We're going to
2: still get them. We're still going to get them.
1: I see that you are trying to waste time because you obviously do not want to go have a hot dog with your family, but I do. I don't like to eat hot dogs let's, on Memorial Day because of a bad started. thing that happened to me. Did your uncle rape you with a hot dog? No, it was worse. Let's let's hear about it. Well,
2: I got invited to Memorial Day. How old my, How old is Vinny
1: at this time? Nine. As a little nine-year-old Vinny, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> Okay. I was
2: just trying to do a diving contest with everybody in the family. We were all trying to do cannonballs.
1: Oh, uh, cannonballs and, and belly flops! And you,
2: right, and yeah. you would think that I would excel. I would be excited to see well, your performance. Somehow, I got I got up, I got some height, yeah, and it all fell apart. Uh-huh, I don't no. know what happened, uh-huh, but it uh-huh. ended up me flailing and ended up like you know face first going into the water, and I took in like a whole gutta water and.
1: Just from jumping in the pool? You didn't know how to jump in the pool with your mouth closed? You couldn't jump feet first with your mouth closed into a pool, Vinny? How uncoordinated were you when you were nine? I don't want to
2: tell the rest of the story.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not judging. I never judge. Keep going. I don't want to tell you. Go on. Let's hear it. Well, I got a belly full of
2: water. Yeah. And I came up and I was like, and I tried to get to the side of the pool. But before I could get there, I was just throwing up Michael's <laughs> hot dogs. Into the pool! Into the pool. Oh, God! It looked like a shark attack. Oh, like ketchup. oh no! I like ketchup on my hot dogs.
1: No wonder you're not invited to Memorial Day anymore. That's you're why I'm really here Memorial with you. Day.
2: That's why I'm here with you.
1: Holy shit. That's, uh, that's fucking funny. My uncle was <laughs> not too happy with me. That's fucking funny. Wow. All right. Well, don't invite Vinny to pool parties. This is something that we've learned from this.
2: Um, if you feel bad for me, please join the Patreon. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> true oh, I'm
1: going to talk about my club feet for a while, then, if you're going to start doing that. <sighs> Sad
2: sack stories. I'm just saying, you would think I would have excelled at the cannonball, but I'd I even fucked that
1: up. I'm shocked that that wouldn't be something you'd be good at. Memorial Day memories. I would think you'd be an Olympian in the belly flop. If, if my country needed me. <laughs>
2: I'd be ready to go. This is the one way I would be willing to serve my country. Cannonball contest. Yes. No and before the contest. So are you ready to do
1: this? Let's get this thing started, Vinny. Fight
2: for the
0: right and to build the nation's fight. And we are
2: all right, creepiest member of the Army, Carl, you won last week. That means you go
1: first. All right. right, Eat me, a bag of dicks. Let me start with some backgrounders on this guy before I announce who it is. This is the Robert Bales most people who knew him describe. A man always smiling. Good guy, the times I've been around him,
2: just a good guy, fun to be with. Bales was a stockbroker before joining the Army after 9-11. He told friends he just had to do something and ended up serving three combat tours in Iraq. He went to Afghanistan last December.
1: Staff Sergeant Robert Bales, after 9-11, said, This is fucked up. I want to represent my country. I want to fight back against these evildoers. Joined the Army. Three stints in Iraq, Vinny. One in Afghanistan. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot of service. It's a lot of service. A lot of bad things can happen. Should I thank this man for this service
2: or should I hold off? Hold off. Okay. <laughs> hold off for a minute. Fair enough. Uh, but By you know, the way, if you served in the Army and you're listening to this, we love you. We do love but you. But you know what, though? Here's the fact of the matter is you know you got creeps in there, too.
1: Oh, yeah. You know you got creeps well, in there, too. They might even make creeps. Because this is uh, some heavy-duty work that they have to do. Okay. And some people might snap, as we're going to find out here. So, But this guy was uh, a hero. Bales was credited once with saving his armored striker vehicle when he shot a man about to fire a rocket-propelled grenade. So this guy's on top of his game. He's leading in, uh, in Iraq. But for some reason, he's not getting the promotions. That he wants to get he's not making as much money was it his crazy dead eyes from war i don't know because he's up there with everybody else so his wife had a blog and she wrote about the concern over him not getting promotions a year ago she wrote on her blog about their disappointment that he did not win a promotion
2: and raise and pay quote after all the work bob had done and all the sacrifices he
1: made for his love of his country family and friends So on March 10th, 2012, he's on guard duty until about 9 p.m. Well, not about. They're actually very specific in the military. (laughs) 2,100 hours. After that, he got drunk watching Man on Fire. As Bales became increasingly intoxicated, he bitched about his lack of a promotion to Sergeant First Class, his anger he felt towards his comrades being seriously injured by insurgent attacks, he was complaining about the leadership of the Green Berets at their base, about his marriage and financial troubles. He took sleeping pills after drinking all night, but was not able to fall asleep. Oh, what a cool guy. He laid awake all night. What was he doing? Going. My- Something like that. <laughs> the next night, he's still not sleeping all that while and he's still hitting the sauce. And uh, this is when the incidents occurred. Oh, no. The shooter, identified as a 38-year-old staff sergeant, slipped away from his base at 2 a.m., armed with at least two weapons. He walked
2: south more than a mile and began stalking door to door. He entered the first house wearing night-vision goggles. In the dark, he killed four Afghans. Then he shot this boy. I jumped under the bed, and that's when he fired at me, he says, telling his story over the phone to President Karzai.
1: So he walked about a kilometer south to a village. Night vision goggles. He's got his uh, his rifle and a pistol. That
2: kid had a bed. Very fancy part of town
1: in Very nice. Yeah, they showed some of these homes. <laughs> Not a wealthy neighborhood in Afghanistan. That that is for sure. So for some reason, he walks down there, goes into people's homes, and uh, and murders them. He then walks back to the base to resupply his ammunition. He states that he told one of the sergeants that he was drinking earlier that night and that he had just killed some military-aged males in Alakozai. that he was going to go to Najibian to finish it, and that he wanted the sergeant to take care of his wife and kids. The sergeant was reportedly irritated, half asleep, and did not believe him. Only relenting to take care of Bale's kids. He's so, like,
2: all right, Bale. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. All right, I'll take care of your kids, Bale. We the got guy you. guy's just buddy. got a cup of coffee. He's like, ah, oh, I'm getting too <laughs> old for this. Well, this is like in the middle of the night we're talking about. It's like 2.30 in the morning. Right, but the guy was technically a member of the armed
1: forces who was at work. True. You
2: would expect him to be alert and ready to go.
1: Not throwing any shade at you in the army, but... Bales claims that he expected not to come back to the base. He left for the second time after resupplying his ammo, adding grenades and a grenade launcher to his resources. Oh, no. And now he decides to go north to this other town. And when he gets there, he knows exactly what he wants to do. In a second house, the shooter killed a daughter,
2: mother, and grandmother then gathered up four little boys and four little girls and killed every one, 11 dead in one family.
1: He took out 11 people in just one family. It was one room. He made, quick, <laughs> a, he made quick work of all of us. Wow. He says, the
2: shooter stopped one last time to kill an unarmed man. Then he calmly returned to his base and turned himself in. It was all over in less than an hour and a half. Hey, so uh, listen, Sarge. Uh, Yeah, I just finished up those war crimes I was telling you about
1: earlier. <laughs> yeah, remember when we had that conversation <laughs> about 45 minutes ago? Yeah, so that's all done now. That's <laughs> all it took 45 minutes
2: to go murder 11 people. <laughs> wow, the military really does have good equipment.
1: They do, yeah. They can take care of business pretty quickly. Wowzer. Well, uh, fortunately, this didn't dra- – I mean it is dragging out quite a bit with his attorney and stuff. But it's uh, hard to get off when you confess. Robert Bales told a military court that he committed the worst American atrocity in the Afghan war, but he does not know why. Fifteen months ago, in the middle of the night, Bales left his combat outpost alone and murdered 16 Afghan civilians in cold blood, mostly women and children. The bodies were delivered to a morgue in a truck. Nine of them were children, and Bales had set many of the bodies on fire. All right. So this is crazy. So that family where he killed all 11 members of the family, he then gets after shooting them in the head, he gathers them into a pile in the middle of the room and sets them on fire, which I guess in the Muslim religion is not a good thing. I mean, it's not a good thing in any religion, but I guess they specifically
2: frown upon. I think it's good if you're like, a, you know, a Nor- and then like Norse gods, you're supposed to do that, I guess.
1: I don't know what this guy was thinking. Because he did not remember setting anyone on fire. You know it's
2: amazing, man? Those uh, sleeping pills, what they'll do to you? Yeah, I know, right? I mean, fucking ruined Roseanne's career.
1: I was just thinking about that. They could make you racist, or they could make you a murderer, Ultra apparently.
2: racist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, it, I guess there was like some older woman that he struggled with in the first town that he went, and it really set him off. Bill said that after he struggled with an elderly woman, he decided to, quote, murder anyone that he saw. He said he doesn't remember setting 10 of the bodies on fire, but he admitted that given the evidence, it's the only thing that makes sense. Eh, Sounds like me. Listen, there is this woman (laughs) giving me a hard time, so I'm like, I'm just going to murder everyone I see now.
2: Fuck this bitch. Well, Carl, to be fair, you and I are both married.
1: I mean, we know (laughs) what this is like. Kill everyone. (laughs) Uh, Let's hear a survivor's story. In November, an Afghan journalist working for CBS News spoke with this 15-year-old survivor of the massacre. We heard gunshots, he said. My uncle, my little cousin, and my grandmother were killed. I was told to put my hands on the wall, and then he shot my sister in the head. So the guy's a creep. He's murdered children for no reason at all in the middle of the night. No, there's a reason. That old lady gave him guff. That's true. And it's not just that this guy killed all these innocent civilians wow. while we're stationed in Afghanistan, as probably gives us a bad name, but it also put his fellow soldiers in danger. Afghanistan has just become a more dangerous place for allied and Australian soldiers. Earlier today, three NATO soldiers were killed by Afghan army and police. Revenge attacks, it's thought, for the murder of 17 civilians by a rogue US soldier two weeks ago.
2: Great job, asshole. Um, I'm going to give Captain Otto a lot of props right now because he just busted me in the YouTube chat. He oh, said, yeah. Sergeant C. Benoit. <laughs> 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 He's just killing people. Yep, that's good. All right. So this boy's naughty. He made it a lot worse for all the other soldiers that were stationed there with him. So there was He was a, at war, dude. At we were at day, war.
1: At the end of the day, 16. They reported on that, 17. But th- they say now the official count is 16 civilians dead, 6 injured in this murderous spree. And even though this took place in March of 2012, it was reported by CNN and the New York times that it was all Trump's fault. So that's my, uh, that's my creep this week. That would be Staff Sergeant Robert Bales. Now let's hear about you and Sergeant Slaughter. I'm sure that's,
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be your creep. Sergeant Slaughter, as much as I like the guy, stolen
1: (laughs) valor, he was not in any form of the military. Did he ever steal someone's deceased father from the burial? Ceremony or anything like that. (laughs) No, but he did betray our country, become an Iraqi
2: (laughs) sympathizer in the early nineties. Did he really? Yeah, but
1: thank God Hulk Hogan slapped (laughs) the shit out of him. (laughs) You remember that storyline? That's amazing. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not amazing. He had
2: General Anon with him. It was really the Iron Sheik just in a different costume because they couldn't bring the Iron Sheik back because the Iron Sheik did coke with Max on Jim Duggan and they both got fired.
1: I'm sorry I brought it up. That was my fault, everybody. Don't drink on that one. That was my fault. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. All right, Vinny, what do you got, buddy? You got something creepier than this? Yeah,
2: he did. He supported Saddam Hussein. Somebody pointed that out in the YouTube chat. <laughs> That's hilarious. It is. He's can like, imagine, I like
1: Saddam Hussein. Could you imagine Vince McMahon comes to him with that? He's like, come on, man. Why, what are you doing you to me Remember all here? that G.I. Joe buddy? he used to <laughs> I know. He was a real American hero. And then Vince McMahon just like, I'm going to ruin everything.
2: Yeah. Oh, Vince is the best ruiner. Okay. Something else. This is stupid. Let's keep going. Let's keep moving. All right. My creep today, a gentleman by the name of Ronald Gray. He grew up in the projects of Miami. He had a pretty shitty early life. Not a lot of money. Multiple male figures in and out of his house. He had to move all over the place. Lived in shitty poverty conditions. No lights. Just terrible shit. So the second he turned 18, he enlisted in the United States Army. Fight for the right and, the fight. and in 1984, the United States Army, he was assigned to the Target Acquisition Battery I-39 Field Artillery Battalion. He was stationed at Fort Bragg near Fayetteville, North Carolina, holding the rank of Specialist E-4. Wait a second, where was he stationed? Fort Bragg.
1: No one told me there was going to be boasting.
2: Thank you. Alright. I was <laughs> hoping you would hit that. <laughs> Every time I mention Fort Bragg, I'm going to need you to hit that because that's going to make me laugh. No uh, one told me there was going to be boasting. Oh, maybe not as much anymore. <laughs> so would you like to know what all that fancy talk meant? Yes, please. And I'm lost. He was a cook in the army.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> fair
2: enough. He was a fucking cook. Yep. Things were going fine for him for his first two years while well, he was enlisted. He's now 20 years old. And I guess maybe he got a little bit horny and bored peeling potatoes or something. I don't know. Sure. He's in there all day just cooking for the boys. And after a while, when you peel enough potatoes, I guess they look like titties. And you get a little, like, horny bored.
1: Uh, we've all been there. Sure. We've all peeled a potato that look like boobies. Horny bored. <laughs> horny bored. I'm just saying. Uh, so
2: on April 27, 1986, uh, Gray met. A civilian named Linda Jean Coach, who was 23 years old at uh, Campbell University, and he raped and murdered her. Did she have potato shaped boobs? <laughs> they were lumpy shit. I don't want to blame the victim. And here, she but. had a bunch of different nipples on them that looked like eyes. It was like <laughs> an, a biblical angel. There were <laughs> okay. eyes all over her titties. Gross. So nothing happens. He murders this girl, gets completely away with it scot free. He's back on base, fucking chopping carrots, whistling. <laughs> He's fucking back in the army. Yep. And, uh, you know, he gets a little horny bored again. But this time he doesn't just get horny bored. This guy becomes what I would call a pretty prolific spree killer.
1: Okay. On December 11th. I don't know that raping and killing someone is because you're horny. I'm just going to throw that out
2: there. Oh, uh, no. He's crazy. Yeah.
1: He's okay. crazy, horny
2: bored. Okay. He just went fucking nuts. Yep. On December 11th, 1986, Gray abducted, raped, and murdered a second civilian, Tammy Kofer, who was 18 years old. Okay. And on December 15th, four days later, he abducted, raped, and this time he sodomized Private Laura Lee age
1: 18. So was this the first um, fellow military member? This guy decided to shit where he cooks. Yeah,
2: right. And the way he did this is kind of crazy. She went missing from Fort Bragg. They found her the next morning a block from her home or they found her car a block from her home. It appeared to have been driven through the woods. The driver's seat was pushed all the way back. They found her decomposed body in the woods by Fort Bragg. She, like we said, raped, No one told me there was going to be boasting. Shot in the neck, forehead, chest, back of the head. She suffered blood force trauma. And uh, the weapon was found 60 feet from the victim's body. Okay. So they're like, holy shit, this is pretty bad. And then a month later... January 3rd, this motherfucker is getting bolder and bolder, Carl. Like, he didn't march to another village and start shooting grenades, but <laughs> okay. he marched over to the women's fucking barracks at Fort Bragg. Why is nobody
1: catching this guy?
2: He doesn't it's seem like he's on, covering it up because he's well. the fucking cook, and everybody's wondering, like, Everybody's wondering where the fuck the guy is. They're all hungry. They see like his bloody footprints leading into the kitchen and they know he's cooking. About you this. fucking know all about <laughs> this shit.
1: Vinny be the first one defending him, by the way. Wait a second. If this guy's going to prison, what am I gonna eat? It's Pizza Friday! <laughs> <laughs> Pizza Friday, come on! Don't ruin Pizza Party <laughs>
2: Friday. So he enters her barracks, pulls out a knife, after he tells her, I gotta use the bathroom, let me in. Okay. Which you're on the base. You're by the barracks. There's a million bathrooms. Why are you knocking on my door, motherfucker? He gets in, takes her field gear from her, ties her up behind her back, uh, rapes her, sodomizes her, then repeatedly stabs her in the neck and the side of her body Okay. and threatened to kill her if she screamed. She suffered a lacerated The <laughs> boy's going to kill her.
1: Threatened to kill her. He's stabbing her in the neck. Isn't that- She survives, Isn't that bro. killing someone? She survived. I'm just saying, like I would be screaming. Like, there's nothing more you could do to me. This is as bad as it would get, I would
2: think. She said she had never seen the guy before, because he's always in the back fucking peeling potatoes. Mm -hmm. Nobody sees this guy. She survived and she identified him after he, you know, finally gets arrested. But three days later, January 6th, third civilian, Kimberly Ann Ruggles. This point, he's not even trying to cover up Carl. Okay. He's not even trying. He just went to the women's barracks, fucking stabbed a girl a bunch of times, didn't even finish the job and kill her, left a witness. Yep. And now he's a little he's sloppy. Like, he's must like... Must be sloppy Joe Tuesday. He's... <laughs> <laughs> well, January 6th, he calls for a cab. Okay. Okay. On that evening, cab driver was dispatched to pick up a passenger named Ron at Ronald Gray's address... Okay. (laughs) And uh, this driver was found the next morning, raped, sodomized, robbed, and murdered.
1: Is that a male driver? This is a female driver named Kimberly Ann Ross. Oh, you did say that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't think of cab drivers as being women very often. Now, Carl, if you're the
2: police here, how do you investigate this crime? Okay. Who was the last person to see her? Let's call the dispatch for the cab she was driving. Oh, she went to Ron's. Yeah. And they fucking go over there. Uh, Ruggles' mouth was gagged with a cloth belt that matched a pair of black karate pants <laughs> that they found on Gray uh, that day. Gray's fingerprints were on the interior door handle of Ruggles' taxi. Ruggles' fingerprints were found on the money in Gray's possession. Gray's footprints were also found at the scene of the crime. So November 1987, Gray pleaded guilty, and Hugh... He- out, pled guilty to 22 felonies i could list them all that's all right but uh, he was sentenced <laughs> to eight life sentences all right including three to be served concurrently so since he committed these crimes while he was in the army yeah gray was then also tried by a military court cool the general court-martial lasted from december 1987 till april and was composed of a commission of enlisted soldiers at fort bragg No one told me there was going to be boasting. He was convicted on 14 charges, including the premeditated murders of Ruggles and Vickery Clay, the attempted premeditated murder of Lang Namath, three rapes, two robberies, two counts of forcible... And on April 12, 1988, he was unanimously sentenced to death. Very good. He was additionally sentenced to a dishonorable discharge, total forfeiture of all paid allowances. That's right. When you rape and murder people... You're not getting your allowance. Your paycheck dries up, huh? Yeah. So, if you're in the military, you get sentenced to death. They have to wait for the president to sign off on it. Okay. And it took until July 28th, 2008, for George W. really to sign off on this guy who committed these crimes in the
1: 80s. Nobody wanted to do it, huh? Not uh, Bush or uh, Clinton. Nope. Check this out. They sentenced him to death. Yeah. Then
2: he uh, files for appeal. He got a stay from a judge. Yep. Motherfucker's still sitting in military prison. No to shit.
1: This fucking day. No shit. Yeah. So is uh, my buddy Robert Bales, by the way. I bet you they're they, like roomies. They tried to bring it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court will not hear the case. It's like the, the guy has uh, no shot at parole. He's, he's got life.
2: Yeah. So your guy just went crazy. My guy is a rapist murderer. Yep.
1: You got went crazy to he had sleeping pills. It's a good way to sum it up, right there.
2: Yep, my guy's guy really a. My a little
1: support. of the uh,
2: PTSD, as they like to say. Well, my guy did confess. Went a little nuts. They asked him what happened when uh, he met these girls. He said, "Yes, I did sex them up a little bit." So, make sure you voted the dot Carl, are you ready to do some
1: voicemails? Yeah, let's do some voicemails. So, we got a sponsor this week. We certainly do. <laughs> Creepoff voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse, home of Watchfire, where every year we burn thousands of flags for Memorial Day. Trust me, you don't even want to know what we do for Easter. See you in Syracuse.
2: So I had to look up what Watchfire was because I was like, that's a real dumb one, McBride. Yeah. And uh, Watchfire is a thing where this guy started. To celebrate what would happen after a battle, they would burn a bunch of flags in a bonfire so that soldiers that were missing could find their way home. Oh, okay. So, what they do is they pile up thousands of American flags and set them on fire to be patriotic. That's
1: odd. Way they, to they go, the, Syracuse. They do that in Syracuse, they I? certainly
2: do. Wow. What a great city.
1: What an interesting tradition that is. That's um, I believe against the law or used no, to be or, used to be. Yeah. Used
2: to be, but now it's I guess patriotic to burn <laughs> high
1: thousands of
2: American flags on Memorial Day. Did they every throw year. at
1: least one Canadian flag. No, Just that's one. A, that's a war crime. Oh,
2: okay. That's that's a war crime, eh we won't stand for that. I blame Canada. The mounties are messing at the border. Let's start here. I don't know what to make of this.
1: Okay, I'm listening. Vinny, you
2: sexy son of a bitch, I'm
0: on your side, and it needs to be addressed. Carl is fucking, he's he's fucking stepping over you.
1: He's putting the creep off 10 steps behind WATP. Pause it. He needs to be stopped. Pause it. Because I realized something, today actually. People think I'm not promoting the creep oh, off Oh, I can't enough. wait to hear this. People think I'm not promoting the creep off enough. This is what you don't understand, though. WATP is a gateway drug. So the creep off is cocaine. WATP is marijuana. If I just went and started promoting cocaine to people, they'd be like, that's crazy. I don't want cocaine. But if I say, try a little marijuana, it's fun, gets you loose. And then I say, you know, if you want to step, step it up, Here's want to have a really easier. good time. Yeah, it gets, it gets crazier than this, kids. Can we please make that our new theme? The yes. Cocaine of Podcasts? We are the Cocaine <laughs> of Podcasts, and WTP is the gateway to it. All right? Visit our Patreon. We'll leave you penniless. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get back to the voicemail.
2: All right, fuck this. That's all his point was. Okay. All right. Uh, Here we go.
1: Hey, guys. I had an idea since Carl's about to get shut out. That stupid smile-talking fuck. How about if you get shut out, you do not get to spin the Wheel of Consequences. The other person just picks it for you, oh. and you just have to suck it. Another, that's another kind fun. of fun. Another rule change. Another. I liked that idea until I, like it. Until I lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can make that a rule. There's just so many rules that we have to keep up with, but that's not a bad one. Huh. This is a weird one. Okay.
0: Hey, Carl. This is really huge. Wait a second. Um,
2: oh. Vinnie, I, I just
0: wanted this. to say... I left my shoes at the house this morning, and I was wondering if my big, chunky thighs could fit into your club feet shoes, <laughs> because, I don't know, I think it'll be a nice, snug fit, and I don't want to have to walk it's all the way no home fit. without my shoes on, so can you call me back and let me know if I can have your shoes, <laughs> that would be really appreciated.
1: Vinny and I are not... <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. We're not at the level of borrowing each other's clothes yet. We're not that close. <laughs> we haven't gotten to that point. They call me Vinny Snug Fit Paulino. <laughs> snug Fit. That's a fucking funny nickname for you. <laughs> All Snug
2: Fit. I'm writing that one down. Snug Fit. All Snug Fit Paulino. All right. All right. I got one for you. All
1: right. This one's ahead. a little bit longer, but this guy loves you. Carl,
0: I'm really sorry, but I am in love with that fat
2: This guy again
0: blind beach ball fat titted slob that you co host with. I don't wanna waste your time. I know you're busy editing, but good god, who is that handsome, hairless, fat beach ball that you co host that other show with? Oh I wanna mush his hairless tits together and fuck his face off. <laughs> Oh, let me know. Let me know. Cause of real rubber dick. I wanna put a rubber dick in Vinny's fucking fat mouth. Motherfucker. Wow. Later. Maybe I call you, maybe I won't. I might be halfway across the country, fucking smacked out on meth, but we'll never know.
2: I'm going to go with probably. Later, you uh, two car with
0: your fucking club ass feet and your motherfucking sexy ass greasy pube-headed motherfucker. All right, I'm out. Oh, I love both you motherfuckers. You guys want to fuck? Let me know. Oh, it's longer than 45 seconds. But fucking deal with it. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking drive my ass to Rochester and fucking rape your dumb asses.
1: Whoa. Oh. Later.
0: Deal with it, nigga.
1: Whoa, all right, that got crazy at the end. Um, WATP live.com. We just put a couple more VIP tickets up if uh, you want to have a little meet and greet with Vinny and myself. Not that guy, please, not that guy. <laughs> WATP live.com. I August 28th will be in Lombard, Illinois. I feel like I need to
2: clarify something. Yes, um, that? I'd like to clarify the fact that my tits are not hairless.
1: Well, people want to uh, imagine what they want to imagine. Man. Oh, yeah. And you want to take that away from them. <sighs> this guy's spanking it to I yeah. want him to know what they get. There I want him to know what they get. Bring, uh, bring your wax with you, sir.
2: Hey, you know what, man? Uh, AEW All Out is going to be in uh, Chicago the following weekend. I might have to stick around Chicago for like
1: Yeah. A no shit. Very cool. I
2: might have to stick around Chicago. All right. Uh, this is some more voicemails. I just feel like reading some of these. They're a lot of fun. Reading them? I'm, I'm a bocey. <laughs>
0: hey, Vinny, it's call. I just wanted to remind everybody to come to WATP Live. We're going to have all your favorite bitch, all your favorite hosts. We got Vinny. We got Croge. We got Brent Hatley's slutty wife. I may even be served by Mal- by John Melendez live on stage. <laughs> Who knows? Go to mybookie.com and vote on the Triple Jesus' gayest right at the time of the show. See you there. Good
1: geek. I love it. Mybookie.ag promo code WATP. Here's a weird one.
2: Where's Maggie
0: Hall? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm imagining it at a trough somewhere. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> with, with that little piggy nose. <laughs> Thank you, chillin'
1: all spiky nose. I uh, I really appreciate the length of that last voicemail. That's perfect. Oh my god, I have like a bunch more, but I'm not doing it to you. I love you. Okay, I love you too much. Thanks, buddy. Are you ready for a scum parade? Yeah, and you know what? I want to mention oh, that we just did a bonus episode last week that was a scum stream where we just do scum parade stories. And uh, crows joined us for that. It was the three of oh, us. Oh, was he even there? I couldn't tell. He was. He was sitting right next to me here, over here in this uh, part of the studio. I would recommend you go listen to The Scum
2: Stream Part 2, which is the newest one that's out there right now. I would recommend you go listen to it to hear me be the people's champ, to just carry this episode.
1: I thought we all brought it, Vinny. I thought we all brought- uh, Go listen for yourself. We all brought it on episode. Anyway, to commemorate that, I'm going to use this uh, jingle today.
2: Cause Vinny's a creep
0: And Carl's the weirdo I'm not kidding around They're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society And they're gonna take you on a stump
2: parade Dude, I got a story for you today Oh, good. I got a story for you today Sweet Um, I'm gonna start off, uh we're gonna to go to Arondicoit, New York. All right. Right around the corner from where we are right now. Right up the street. Yeah. Literally around the corner from where we are right now. Police investigators in Arondicoit are asking for help across the country to help them find the boyfriend of a woman who was found dead and dismembered in her home this week. Lisa Schuler, 37, was found dead in her home on Culver Road Tuesday evening. Shula's boyfriend, 40-year-old Seth Larson, lived with her at the home. The two have been together for the last 10 years. He is missing. He has disappeared. People say that they've seen him in Maryland. Investigators say that he is the person who has interest in this crime. And uh, it is definitely a homicide, and they want to find him. So if you go and like look up the Seth Larson guy, whatever, turn him in. Now, here's the reason why I wanted to tell you this story, Carl. Yeah. And if my wife finds out, I tell you this, you're going to lose your shit. She's okay. going to be pissed at me. But this Lisa Shuler, the girl who died, yeah. was my wife's assistant manager for like a year. Oh,
1: no shit. Yeah. So this hits real close to Yeah, man. Wow. I can't even believe this shit. Nice girl? Yeah. yeah. Super nice. Well, they're saying that the cause of death is not known. Well, I'm guessing being dismembered will do it. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, well, being dismembered like, will at least, like, take out some things. You know, it wasn't a car accident. Right. Probably wasn't suicide. Probably not. You know, you could probably rule out suicide. You can jump to some conclusions there. I love that they're looking for the, the boyfriend. Yeah. And they're like, we need to ask him some questions to find out what happened on that day. They're trying to make All a scene. All right,
2: Seth, I got a question why were her legs and arms not attached <laughs> to her torso anymore?
1: Trying, I would like to know. They're trying to make it seem like he's not in trouble. Like, hey, the police just want to talk to you. Actually, we got Bill's tickets for you, buddy. Oh, they're going to pull that off. Hey, give Hey, give me a call. We got bill tickets. You want a ski-doo. <laughs> yeah. It, fucking, it, it usually works. I think
2: they should go for, with that angle. You want a brand new Samsung
1: flat-screen TV. Whoa, it's smart TV. 4K. <sighs> God damn it. I love Lisa Shuler. Isn't
2: it funny how, like, have you noticed car dealerships have, like, started doing the same thing cops used to do to catch, like, fucking scofflaws? Yes.
1: Come on down to the dealership. We don't care about your credit. We don't care that you owe us tens of thousands of dollars. You may have already won. (laughs) Bring this key that we
2: attached to this postcard down to our dealership. And we won't dismember you. So that's just a crazy-ass story. We're going to start off the real scum parade in Wildwood, Florida. All right. Police arrested a 77-year-old woman after they say she admitted to throwing a Whopper at a Burger King worker while calling the victim a stupid Black N-word. Officers arrested Judith Ann Black which I think makes it... Judith and Edward. <laughs> yeah, Judith and Edward. Of the villages. So she lives in the villages in Florida, which is the country's STD hotspot. All these old people's braids are just riddled with syphilis because they moved down to Florida. They're listening to Jimmy Buffett and getting sexually explorative with each other. That's no right. one
1: told me there was going to be boasting. That's right.
2: If your grandma lives down in fucking Florida, she's been on the fucking spigot with a couple of fucking... <laughs> dudes like who fucking lived in virginia and retired from banking Mm. they just fuck your grandmother down there in the villages so she went to a burger king investigators said they spoke with the victim who told that an older woman was not satisfied with her whopper and was screaming while standing at the counter the victim said she asked black to stop yelling so she could help her Records show the victim turned her which is when Black threw the sandwich and said, shut up, you Black Edward, and she stormed out with her husband and left in a white ram pickup. So her husband had to be like
1: totally cocked, put his head down and be like, oh, I wanted, to get my, I wanted to get my chicken fries. Vinny, you know I like to give advice on this show. Yeah. So word to the wise here. Inside a Burger King, not a great place to drop an N-bomb. You know where you should drop your N-bombs? On the expressway when you get cut off. Regardless of the race of the person who cuts you off, that's when screaming that as loud as possible can be fun.
2: I'm going to disagree, but I will say that the appropriate thing to do would be wait till she gets out to her ram pickup and then say it to your husband if you fucking must. (laughs) me <laughs> yeah you fucking old twat whisper it in his ear <laughs> so she got arrested for this yeah for herself for throwing the fucking burger at this lady would you like to know what she was upset about yeah, what was so terrible about this sandwich like she got? was there a fucking loogie on it was there fucking a clump of hair in it bugs what, what are we talking about no here? no no the uh the the thickness of the tomato was not to her liking
1: wait it wasn't a thick enough tomato it might have been too thick i don't know she's lucky she got a tomato i've never once gone to a fast food restaurant and gotten what i've ordered never once this woman's upset because the tomato wasn't to her liking it's a miracle there was a tomato on the sandwich have you seen the people who work in burger kings
2: apparently in florida i can't even believe this in florida you ready for this shit yeah Uh, calling her the N-word, the evidence of prejudice enhances the misdemeanor battery charge to a felony.
1: Yeah, isn't that fun? It's like, oops, that was pretty stupid, you dummy. You dumb syphilis-ridden meemaw brain. Because honestly, I don't think throwing a sandwich at someone is going to get you locked up for too long. Her fucking crusty, scabbed-over vagina was
2: very sore that day, But but she had to get home.
1: She just had to throw out an N-bomb. What a fucking moron. Carl.
2: (sighs) Yes. You ever had a bad neighbor? I have, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been? Have you ever been so annoyed with your neighbor's garden or yard that you've
1: had to go speak with them? Uh, not that I've gone to speak with them, but my uh, neighbors that I currently live next to decided to take off all the siding of their house and left it off for months, uh-huh. and it looked like shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so that was quite annoying because it kind of made an eyesore. In our neighborhood. But I, I didn't say anything because I keep to myself, Vinny.
2: Sure, sure. Well, here's a guy who decided he just wasn't going to deal with people's sloppy yards anymore. Okay. Sioux City. Police said they were called to a house about a fire around 6 p.m. Investigators said Lee Bowman, 53, admitted he was upset because he had asked his neighbors on Saturday to mow their lawn. And on Sunday, they still had not cut the grass. He asked them to mow his lawn. No, 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 no. This is just a poorly written article. I had to research it.
1: Thank you. Because I was like, what the fuck? This doesn't make any sense. sense." Okay. Their
2: lawn was so disgusted. He went over there and said to the guy, mow your lawn.
1: Okay. That makes way more sense. I thought he was demanding that they mow his lawn. Yeah. What the fuck, guys? My lawn still looks like shit. (laughs) Fucking fix it. Let's go. They're just slops.
2: Okay. They still had not cut the grass. So he went to the house on Sunday and again asked when they would mow. Home surveillance video shows he tried to take a registration sticker off one of their vehicles for some reason. <laughs> he, he went pissed. over and he's like, mow your lawn. And he's like, oh, I'm going to fucking scrape off your sticker, yep. which usually those are on the inside of the car. I don't know how you would do that, but whatever. They're in Sioux City. I've never been to Iowa. I don't to know To each their own. Right. Right. So around a few hours later, a neighbor banged on the door to alert the people in the house that their house is on fire. Uh, the corner of the house was burned, causing around three thousand dollars in damage. Fire
1: investigators determined the cause of the fire was arson. By the way, three thousand dollars doesn't sound like a lot, but that entire house is worth about nine. Right,
2: it's in Iowa. It
1: is a garbage home.
2: Yes, <laughs> it's very small. They could have lost a kid in that three thousand dollars, yes. and it still would have been fine. I, uh, I have a garage that's larger than this house. So, just saying. what they found, what the what the investigators found were sticks and plywood propped against the house that were lit with an accelerant. Bowman was arrested and charged with first-degree arson and criminal mischief. He's in jail on a $20,000 bail. Basically tried to start a campfire on the side of their house.
1: Right. And he admitted that he did it. He said, yeah, I used the gasoline from the lawnmower as the accelerant. And I don't understand why people are admitting to their fucking crimes, Vinny. What's the upside to this? Why do people do this? They say that honesty is the best policy. It's not! Wrong! It's the the worst thing you can do! You know who tells you that?
2: You know who tells you honesty is the best policy? Teachers. People who want to control you.
1: They tell (laughs) you honesty is the best policy. So you'll fess up. You not only have a right to remain silent, it's an obligation. If you're going to commit crimes, don't say anything.
2: Shut up. The Shut fuck up,
1: up. You moron! Shut up!
2: Giving out too much good advice today. We're good. We're doing good today. Yes. So this was a really, really long article, but I tried to pull the highlights for us, Carl. A man who sent video of his parents' dogs licking his erect penis
1: told a court he did it because he was quote bored. Yes. Again, another case of horny board. Yes, I know. I was thinking the same thing. This seems to be uh, something that's go around, going around with. Like. Gen-
2: Boring. A gentleman by the name of Ashley Scott Dennis, that's a girl's name, was sentenced in Australia magistrate's court on Thursday after previously pleading guilty to one count of bestiality. The court heard the man film the video in two segments showing the two border collies licking his genitalia and sent the footage on Snapchat to a girl he was trying to date last year.
1: Yeah. That's yes. a good way to get someone's attention, isn't it? Certainly is. Hey, check out the size of my cock. And also, aren't these dogs cute? Yeah. Women the two things love that women love: puppy videos. They love dogs and they love big giant cocks. Yeah. They love. They love those dick pics. Yeah. Keep them coming. Yeah. You could come and play with these puppies too. It's funny that it's bestiality. I'm not saying this is a good thing, but I've seen dogs lick things that are much worse.
2: That's true. They
1: put their mouths on things
2: much worse than this guy's penis. I have three dogs in my house, and I keep them away from my head at all costs.
1: Vinny, you got three dogs in your house? Yeah. You ever get bored? No, I'm constantly... You ever get bored over there, I'm Redding?
2: constantly stimulated, Carl. Right.
1: Okay. <laughs> Why'd you make this weird? <laughs> All right, so in this article, because it was way too long, it's yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah. Get, we get the point here, but it said animal sex toys. Yep. There, were, there were videos of animal sex toys. Is that like a vibrator for a poodle? I What's imagine he animal... had like a speaking spell
2: that was like attached to a vibrator. He's <laughs> okay. like, it's like the cow goes, moo, and it attaches to a butt plug that just like
1: shakes. Interesting. I was thinking there was something that you would insert into a dog. An oh. animal sex toy. I was very confused by that. I I've must not fucking miss that
2: section of PetSmart. Yeah, right? Is it behind
1: the beaded curtains? <laughs> do you love your dog or not? Get her an animal How sex toy. How much do
2: you love your dog? <laughs> My, oh God, that's fucked up. animal sex toys they said that uh there was he they found footage as well as 147 images like you said depicting bestiality animal sex toys and selfies masturbating on his phone the videos were filmed in a work office space inside a shed at his parents property fucking awesome so basically this guy's a simpleton so when the cops went (laughs) they investigated you know what they found on a desk? Peanut butter. They found an open jar of peanut <laughs> of butter. They did.
1: This dumb skull couldn't even close the jar. Of course, of course not. Well, I he's mean, not eating it. What does he care? It's, it's not for him. <laughs> just shoving his cock in there. You're going to waste it. Um, This guy, so basically they go on to explain this guy's just an idiot. He's like a retard.
2: Yeah, pretty much. That's what they said. And yeah. they're like, all right, you're going to a treatment program. I love
1: that that's the defense from the attorney. Yeah, but my client's a fucking moron. What do you want? Of course, of course he's going to put feet up. They're like, dick. he's a moron, is he? Vocational school. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're going to Boise. Go to
2: Bozies. Uh, right. So there's that. Now, let's finish off at Mule Creek State Prison. All right. Louis Romero, who had spent 27 years in prison, was put in a cell with a guy named Jamie Asuna after arriving According to the lawsuit, he was convicted of second degree murder after fatally shooting a woman in Compton when he was a teenager and associating with gang members. That's the guy who
1: was in the cell. Yes. This
2: is, we're talking about Louis Romero. Yeah. He was nearing parole eligibility. His new cellmate, Jamie, was serving a life sentence for killing and the torture of Yvette Pena, 37, at a Bakersfield motel in 2011. The dude looks fucking terrifying
1: yes he's all tatted up his face is like, all tatted if up. you
2: went into jail it doesn't matter that you've been in there 27 years yeah if you got put into the jail cell with this guy you're sitting as close to the fucking bars as you can
1: yeah this guy obviously wants to intimidate people with his tattoos he's trying to look like pure evil with them and he's pulling it off he's not he's not smile talking like yours truly he's angry well, during the trial, it said that he was mocking the victim's family and
2: bragging to television news reporters of his love of torturing people. Yep. Well. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of guy this guy is. Sometime in the early hours of March 9th, 2019, Asuna methodically tortured and killed Romero. Okay. In his prison
1: cell. So his cellmate murdered him. Yes. I hope it was quick and painless. Well, Carl... You could hope in one hand and shit in the other
2: <laughs> and see which one gets filled first. Fair enough. <laughs> uh he is accused of using a makeshift knife to decapitate and using a razor-style blade attached to a handle. Asuna ultimately cut Romero's head and then dissected Romero, removing an eye, a finger, and a portion of the man's lung. State documents show. He also posed the body, slicing Romero's face open on either side of his mouth to resemble an extended smile. That old cliche. The,
1: the classic Joker thing. Yeah,
2: that cliche. It's a classic. It's cliche at this point. I'm over it. Oh, do you want to be the Joker? Oh, aren't you so bad? Want to be the Joker? <laughs> Aren't you so cool? Oh, nobody understands you. You're gonna bring chaos. Oh, you're the joke. Fuck you. So when the police came in.
1: Well the prison guards.
2: When the prison guard came in, yeah. They found us certain
1: wearing a necklace made of Romero's body parts. It is difficult to stand out with your fashion sense in jail. So you gotta be creative about it. Yes. And if you could have
2: a man's intestines as a necklace. Sure. That's yeah. going
1: to gonna make you stand out a little bit. I mean, everyone's got face tattoos. That's not going to do it. The assistant district attorney said this is the
2: most heinous slain he'd ever seen. And he said he do believe that the victim was conscious during at least a portion of the time. He said uh, Zen has been transferred to Salinas Valley State Prison Psychiatric Inpatient Pro- Program. And he's been diagnosed with unspecified schizophrenia. Well, Ed, you ready for this? This is why this is in the news. Because this past week. Asuna was declared not competent to stand trial.
1: Yeah, so I thought this was very interesting that they say in here he has um, antisocial and borderline personality disorder. You think? Understatement of the year, I would have to imagine. You know, the guy's a little antisocial. Well, why do you say that? You should have seen what well, he did he to his college. He, he had a cellmate. And he said to take a box cutter and take the guy's head off with it. Do you know how long that takes? Do you know how difficult that is to do? And I love that the guy's like, I think he was conscious for some of this. How do you know yes. how
2: difficult it is or not difficult?
1: I can't is. even open a box with a box cutter, Vinny. Let alone True. decapitate someone.
2: Well, that's because you're a little weak, scrawny arm. It's
1: not an easy thing to do, Vinny. And I love that the big news on this story is that the guards didn't know what happened. Was there no screaming involved? How is this guy not screaming? As he's being tortured by this guy because there was tort- well, there torture well there is a
2: lawsuit uh yes. and mr romero's family is suing the prison because apparently the guards Epsteined this yeah and right. they walked through it like well they didn't walk through they just wrote on paper that they did walk through and everybody was fine and then the next morning they were like ah oh, fuck
1: how is that not causing a stir though i this is what i do not understand Vinny. is there anyone even there are they the only two people in this place
2: i mean i don't know if they're like the solid steel doors where they're just inside of a thing and they're all just howling because they're raping each other i don't know what noises are being made at night in there
1: fair enough that's a good point they could be those steel
2: doors where you really have to just walk up and look inside the little window to see what they're
1: up to they're trying to say that the guards, if they had done what they are supposed to do, this guy could have been saved, and I just don't see it. Well, maybe he wouldn't have gotten his head completely off and been able to do a
2: fucking arts and crafts
1: project with right. his fucking He wouldn't innards. have as nice as jewelry if yes. the guards had come over earlier,
2: but I still think this guy would be dead. He wouldn't have had time to make his little macaroni necklace. Can we put this guy to death right now, or what are we waiting for? Yeah, her? why didn't the guards just fucking kill him right then? They, sh- they should just be like, oh, wow, I feel like I'm not safe. Do you know how much easier it would have been if they had just, like killed him too and then just said yeah they killed each other.
1: Yeah, the one guy got a gun somehow. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. They I don't killed know.
2: Each other. He must have had it somewhere <laughs> in his chest cavity when this guy opened it up. He was able to reach in and get it and shoot him in the oh, face multiple times. This is
1: a, this is a crazy story. This yeah. guy is uh
2: pretty scummy. Well, happy Memorial Day, y'all. Happy
1: Memorial Day.
2: Uh we'll see you all soon. Uh, That was this week's Creep Off. Don't forget to visit thecreepoff.com. And uh, don't forget, most importantly, visit us on Patreon and give us
1: money. Kevin uh, Snell, borderline personality disorder is (laughs) opie. By the time you're carving people into necklaces, you're into a different territory. Yes, this is what I'm trying to say. Borderline personality disorder. It's not like this guy's on the spectrum. This guy's a fucking problem.
2: Yes, he is a problem. (laughs) So if you like to email us fantastic comments like that, you can send them to thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 585 371 8108. That is the end of our show. The poll for uh, voting for next month's Hall of Fame is going to be up today. Beautiful. Sorry, it's a little bit late. Beautiful. Tell us who you think you want to see in the Hall of Fame. Other than that, we're out of here. We're going to enjoy the rest of our familyless day.
1: <laughs> it's right. nice it's, to be important, it's more important to be nice. Yeah.